Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with a new episode released every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Now today is February the 12th and on this day in 1981, riding the wave of their previous album Rush, released what would become their biggest selling record, Moving Pictures. Containing songs like Tom Sawyer and Limelight, it went on to shift more than 5 million copies. It topped the charts in Canada, of course, and peaked at number 3 in both the US and the UK. It also contained the track The Camera Eye, which was the last 10 minute long song that Rush ever recorded in the studio, apparently. That's what it says here anyway. On this day in 2000, I put a spell on you star, screaming Jay Hawkins sadly passed away. He was 70 years old. On this day in 1968, Jimi Hendrix's tour stopped in his hometown of Seattle, Washington. He gets to see his family for the first time in seven years. On this day in 1997, David Bowie was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's located outside the Hollywood Galaxy Theatre, if you fancy a look. And as for people born on this day, well, keyboard player in the doors, Ray Manzarek, was born on this day in 1939. He sadly left us ten years ago this May. He was aged 74. Also born on this day back in 1952 is a man who had loads of solo hits and recorded with the Doobie Brothers and Steely Dan. Yes, Michael McDonald. He's 71 today. And we're going to stick with the birthday theme for today's main show. Yes, born on this day in 1950 and celebrating his 73rd birthday is guitar legend Steve Hackett. Steve, who first found fame as a member of Genesis and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with them in 2010, 
also played with Steve Howe in GTR and worked on music with Chris Squire, John Wett and Alan Parsons, Marillion, Steve Rothery and many more. Now, I had the pleasure of catching up with Steve on episode 13 of Vintage Rock Pod, one of the most listened to episodes of the whole Vintage Rock Pod catalogue. Check it out if you haven't already. Anyway, I'm going to play a fun clip from that where he talks about an early encounter with Freddie Mercury and then being an influence to both Brian May and Eddie Van Halen. One little thing that I liked from your autobiography was the time you bought a leather jacket from a young gentleman at a Kensington market who turned out to be a megastar. Um, Freddie Mercury, can you tell us about that story? Well, he wasn't a, a, a megastar at that time. At the time, yeah. Uh, but I remember a young guy who was very, very open and warm and friendly. And um, I guess he could have sold me anything. <laughs> <laughs> told me how marvellous I looked in it. And I believed every word. Um, he probably looked more like a Polish dissident. And they blundered into, um, you know, <laughs> wrong charity shop, I should think. But, um, you, you know, I, I think that uh, I, I wasn't terribly confident in those days. And, um, yeah, you know, I, so I think I had probably bought Robin Hood's jacket off him and um, had Hank Marvin's glasses. It was never going to be a winning combination sartorially. <laughs> but, um, but of course, yeah, it's a lovely guy. And... Um, Many years later, I, w- I was to hook up again with you know the guys from Queen when I was working with um, GTR with Steve Howe, and uh, I got to work with with Brian Brian May on a couple of projects. Yeah, so I, I became friends with Brian, who I had no idea that he was aware of what early Genesis was, and he said the very first track on the first album I did with Genesis in '71, which is anyway, he said Musical Box. He said he said that's an influence on me that track. The guitar work, and I said, "What?" And I realised that right at the end of the track, there was some harmony guitar work. I did some three-part harmony on the end of it. Um, I don't think you can hear that in the mix. It sounds more like two. But I had no idea that uh, he was influenced by that. I'm not sure that we were the, the guitar army that the Queen were. You know, the fact that he tracked himself up. And he'd obviously had the same idea that, you know, if we could record enough guitars, it could be a guitar orchestra. And that's literally what, what, he, what he did. Um, fabulous player that he is. And on that track, there's also some tapping uh, from 71. And um, later on, uh, Eddie Van Halen credited me with, with an influence from that. I'll be back with more tomorrow. Until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 